Everybody is a podcast, podcast. Everybody is a podcast, podcast. back at the pub a few times went out to the park and chilled really laid back took friday off you know a little pto time there the rains are real fucked up out here for a little bit we had some storming and stuff going on and then uh friday i thought it was gonna happen again which it did a little bit but not too bad but i called in anyway because i just didn't want to fuck with it but hey Still a good weekend, all in all. Hope all of you had a great one. Lucy B, what's up? 
What's going on, Leo? Don't try to be like me. Fuck you. How was up, Grant? How was your weekend, man? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was all right, you know. I had to take the kids to do all their shit and the wife, you know, went shopping and uh, got a few things for the house, you know, I just work around the house, you know, just maintenance around the house, you know, fixing windows and, you know, stuff like that. So pretty, uh, pretty eventful and pretty fun. Sounds boring as fuck. Anyway, so, man, I heard about this, uh, hear about Matt Ryan getting traded to the cold seer from ATL to Indianapo. So after 14 seasons, looks like, uh, old Matty Ice is moving on. So, uh, he was pretty good. He was pretty good. Made it to a Super Bowl. Couldn't get it done, but actually that's more on Kyle Shanahan than Matt Ryan. Just terrible, terrible play calling in that Super Bowl. They were up, shit. But I mean, they were up a lot. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, the play calling was so booty, and they blew the whole fucking game. That was a Super Bowl, and the New England came back and won it. So, you know, I thought. Um, let's see. So he was traded uh, for a third round draft pick, a twenty twenty two third round draft pick. So it uh, looks like they're doing a two-year with Marcus Mariota. He sucks. Uh, 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 uh. His two-year deals are $18.75 million. Damn. I know. He's still worth He's still getting meals. I guess he's a viable backup, but I don't know about a... a uh, I don't know about a... Uh, he's not a starter. He's not a starter anymore. Mariota's not a starter anymore. So that's just that's that is what that is. He uh I think everybody thought he was gonna be really good coming out of Oregon, but he just he just never he's never materialized been with a few teams. So now now the Colts traded Carson to the Washington Commanders and he's not gonna do anything. Uh, in exchange, they got uh, a couple of third-round picks in 22 and 23. So Ryan is the seventh different week one starter in as many years as the fifth different starting quarterback in Frank Reich's tenure there. Oh, man. I don't know about this move. Mac, like I said, Matt Ryan, I don't know. This is like uh, uninspiring to me. So I guess we will. we shall see how that goes. You are negative, Nancy. What do you think? You think he's going to go out there and light shit up? Come on. It's Matt Ryan, man. He ain't done anything really since the Super Bowl, but I mean, he did make it to a Super Bowl. So I don't know, man. Uh, uh, I think he'll do all right. We'll see. I mean, I'm not really a pro football guy so much, but you never know with that. You can make all kinds of assumptions and that kind of thing and see what goes where, but. Just never gonna know until it actually happens. And uh, no, you're right, man. You're right. So Mariota going there. The Browns, of course, we already talked about Deshaun. Deshaun, that Deshaun is a friend. So he's going to Cleveland. That's gonna be uh, that's gonna be an interesting scenario. That, 
to Eshan. He's so damn good. And then if they have some receivers, I'm not sure if Jarvis Landry's still there. Um, so I'm just, yeah, this whole thing with it, though, I mean, the whole thing around that whole thing. I'm glad he's finally coming back. So that's going to be fun to watch. Coming up, 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 in the NFL. And they're talking about where's the best landing spot for Baker. I'd take him in Vegas over fucking Derek Carr. I'll tell you that. I would. Take anybody over Derek Carr. Get rid of that bitch. I know we always, I always talk about this shit. So I'm like a broken record when uh, talking about Vegas, talking about the Raiders. Talking about my team, I always think of them as a California team. I'll always think of them as Oakland, but you know, that's just because I've been a I've been a fan since I was eight, seven years old. So that's just why that is what that is. But at the same time, I'm getting tired of them fucking up. I think the Davises need to get out, sell the team to someone, please. That doesn't make stupid decisions. So. But they're not going to. They'll have that team for, I don't even know. I don't even know. That shit is annoying. But, as I stated earlier, we just gonna see. We just gonna see. We just gonna see about all that. Oh, man. Oh, man. Alright, so. Whew, what What is on deck? right now in, in, in the vintage gaming world there's really nothing happening but but we do have some odd news Letter of Covenant signed by Alcorn in 1975, 
time as men should become dominant in the coin operator entertainment business and moved on to build video games for the home market. He had to get palm running on a single chip of silicon so a product could be built at a price a consumer could afford. That's a lot of money for an old Atari home. I'll take it. I'll take it. Cash the chunk. What else is going on? Wild eastern indigo snake found in Alabama for a second time in 60 years. Wildlife officials in Alabama said an eastern indigo snake found in the wild is only the second of the species to be discovered in the state in over 60 years. The Alabama Wildlife and Freshwater Fisheries Division said in a young eastern said a young eastern indigo snake was found by researchers in Conica 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 National Forest. The division said the snake is the product of natural pairings of snakes released into the National Forest as part of the snake's Eastern Indigo Project. The project began releasing captive and raised snakes into the wild in 2010 as part of efforts to establish a population in the wild. But no wild-born Eastern Indigos were identified by researchers, researchers until one was discovered in 2020. The snake found on Wednesday is only the second of the species found in the wild in over 60 years. The snake found yesterday indicates the project is resulting in some thriving and reproducing indigos. Just what we wanted. And reintroducing a species to its native range is a daunting task, and we celebrate each step of its success. The division said. I hate snakes. Man, they're cool. I got a few snakes. You would, you weirdo. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, what was wrong with that? I got some snakes. And, uh, Fluffy and Tutu. Fluffy and Tutu. Those the name of your snakes? Yeah, Fluffy and Tutu. The kids love them. One's a, a ballhead python and another's a British anaconda. A British anaconda. That, that's not even a fucking thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, you're stupid. <laughs> I know. It is an anaconda. Just playing. It's a, uh, I can't remember the type of, uh, python it is, but it's a python or both pythons. Ah, uh, yeah, snakes. British man harvests 1,269 cherry tomatoes from a single stem. A British man set a Guinness World Record by harvesting 839 cherry tomatoes from a single stem. Broke his own record in just a few weeks so when he later, God, I can't read. A few weeks later when he harvested a stem bearing 1,269 tomatoes. Douglas Smith of Hertfordshire, England, has studied various scientific papers on tomato growing and took soil samples for a laboratory analysis before planting his tomatoes so he would have the best possible chance of breaking the Guinness record for most tomatoes. I'm saying this dude needs some puss. Smith broke the 10-year-old record of 488 tomatoes, and he harvested 839 from a single stem. But he broke the same record for a second time just a few weeks later with 1,269 tomatoes. Since said he was inspired to break a Guinness World Record when a 6.85 tomato grown in his garden was dubbed the largest in Britain. 
but the Mito fell short of a Guinness World Record holding 10-pound, 12.7-ounce tomato grown by a U.S. gardener in 2020. Albert Gardner says he is also in the process of attempting to grow the world's heaviest potato and heaviest eggplant. Haha, <laughs> you love it. Nah, okay, I guess that's cool. I guess that's interesting. Do you, you garden? Oh yeah, I love gardening. Got some tomatoes and potatoes and uh, all kinds of shit. I know you, you seem like a gardener. Well, it's very cathartic. <laughs> okay, okay, you and the big words. Oh, that's an Arizona, Arizona State education, huh? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, something like that. In women's basketball, it's 33 to 41, UCF UConn. UCF UConn. UCF you know what we do. All right, folks, what we're going to do is take a short break and then we'll be back with a vintage gaming review after these musics.
Mega Man 2. The vintageness. Mega Man 2. 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 Now, this is a vintage game I played a lot back in the day. Mega Man 2 is an action game developed and published by Capcom for the Nintendo Entertainment System. It was released in Japan in 1988 and in North America and PAL regions the following years. Mega Man 2 continues Mega Man's battle against the evil Dr. Wily and his rogue robots. They introduced graphical and gameplay changes, many of which became series staples. Although the sales for the original Mega Man were unimpressive, Capcom allowed the team to create a sequel. They worked concurrently on other <coughs> They worked concurrently on other Capcom projects, using their free time to develop the game, using unused content from the first game. Takati Taitishi soundtrack with Yoshihiro Sagauchi, Sakaguchi serving as a sound programmer, a sound programmer. Mega Man 2 is the best selling Mega Man game with more than 1.5 million copies sold. Critics praised its audio, visuals, and gameplay as an improvement over the first game. Many publications rank Mega Man 2 as the best game in the series and one of the greatest video games of all time. It has been featured in game compilations, including Mega Man Legacy Collection, for Windows, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo 3DS, and Nintendo Switch. Um, so, let's get into it. After his initial defeat, Dr. Wily, the series' main antagonist, creates his own set of robot masters in an attempt to counter Mega Man. Metal Man, Air Man, Bubble Man, Quick Man, Crash Man, Flash Man, Heat Man, and Wood Man. He also constructs a new fortress and army of robot henchmen. Mega Man is then sent by his creator, Dr. Light, to defeat Dr. Wily and his robot masters. Mega Man defeats the eight new robot masters and then challenges Wily himself. During the final fight, Dr. Wily flees into the caves beneath his fortress. And when Mega Man follows, attempts to trick Mega Man into thinking he is a space alien. But Mega Man defeats the alien, revealing it to be a holographic projection device with malfunctions, showing Dr. Wily at the controls. After the scientist begs for mercy, Mega Man spares Wily and returns home. So, <clears throat> Mega Man 2 is a platform and action game like Mega Man 1. The player controls Mega Man as he traverses eight stages to defeat bosses. So, those bosses are the, the robot masters of Dr. Wily. Metal Man, Iron Man, Bubble Man, Quick Man, Crash Man, Flash Man, Heat Man, and Wood Man. Each robot master features a unique weapon and stage related to their weapon's power. Wood Man, they called me that in high school. Shut up. For example, Air Man shoots small tornadoes and is fought in a sky-themed level, while Wood Man can use a shield of leaves and is found in a forest 
theme stage. After defeating a boss, their signature weapon becomes available to the player. The robot masters have weaknesses to the weapons of certain other robot masters. Therefore, choosing the order in which the levels are played is a vital component of the gameplay. After completing certain stages, Mega Man reveals a special item. These items create platforms that allow Mega Man to access areas he otherwise could not. After defeating the eight robot masters, the player proceeds to Dr. Wily's fortress, which consists of six levels that are played linearly. What was that? Linearly. Uh, one more time. Linearly. As in the first game, the player is required to fight each robot master a second time in Dr. Wily's fortress. However, these battles take place in a single room rather than a series of linearly, linearly connected rooms. The room contains teleportation, tele, 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 teleportation devices that lead to each robot master. These devices can be entered in any order, but are not labeled. Once the bosses are defeated again, the player must fight Dr. Wily. Mega Man 2 features a few gameplay changes from the original Mega Man. A new item, the energy tank, allows a player to refill Mega Man's health at any time. Also introduces a password system. After defeating each robot master, a password system or a password is displayed, allowing the player to return to that particular point in the game after restarting the system. The password stores a particular list of completed robot masters as well as the number of accumulated energy tanks. Unlike the first game, Mega Man 2 does not feature a score counter, and the player is unable to return to the robot master levels once completed. So there's a little bit of a background. I could get into the development and shit like that, but you know, it's gonna take a little bit of a while. Listen, this game here, played a lot, played a lot of this shit. It was a classic, it's just a classic 2D scroller shoot. Pretty simple stuff here, folks, but it was also pretty fun. And what I'm going to give on this bad boy is a 4 out of 5 on the funness scale. Yeah, so that's, yo. That's, uh, that's basically what I'm rating that. So Mega Man 2 was a classic 4 out of 5 on that. VGN, well, VGR. Vintage Gaming Review there for you fools. And uh, I sit with that. So, yeah, this is probably going to be a short run tonight. But I did want to get into one thing before I do leave. What's that, Grant? I have kind of a deep thought. So, you know what? Let's go ahead and get into that. Basically, what I've been thinking about, man. Got a lot of got a lot of guys out there. Basically, 
what I'm about to describe to you is called Puss Boy Syndrome. I would say Mama's Boy Syndrome, but you know, I was a mama's boy. And it wasn't necessarily a bad thing. But there are some straight up puss boys out there. Now, when I talk about puss boys, I mean, you know, and they might even be your friends. For real, about all my friends kind of do this shit. So, you get hooked up with a girl and you marry her. And then she's like your mother. I had this one friend, man. He won't admit it. But uh, he's pussy whooped, man, for real. I'm not going to say his name. Let's just say his name is Randy Dawson. So, oh, Randy. He thinks that, that so they have a joint checking account. A joint checking account? That's fucking stupid. He gets an allowance from his wife. And that's some old bullshit. And I look back at it as because... Back when we were younger, his mom used to control his whole shit like that, too. You know, she would ground him over like real stupid shit. Uh, like, he kicked the lawnmower one time, his fool got grounded for like two weeks. <laughs> Come on, man. I don't give a fuck, dude. That's, that's whack. Uh, and then, so, fast forward in his life, when he gets married, his wife treats him like that. She gives him like a fucking allowance. He's gotta ask to take out money. And if he ever gets divorced, He's fucked because she's going to take all of his shit, the kids, the house. He's going to be in a fucking apartment somewhere by the airport with fucking nothing, working a fucked up job and giving all of his money to her because he's got three or, you know, (laughs) he's got three or four kids. Okay. Let's just say that he's got like four kids. So. You know, that's pretty much that situation, but it didn't have to be like that, you know, and he's constantly bitching about his life and shit, but you know, he wouldn't have it any other way. Okay, so, it's it's a weird dynamic, because I also have friends, they've never, most of my friends, in fact, never lived out on their own, right, to go straight from their parents' house with getting married to a bitch, and that shit goes fucking whack. Look, I know I've already brought up the man condo. We've kind of talked about that. And the methods to making this shit bearable. Now, I can sit here and talk shit all fucking day because I'm not married or anything like that. Thank fucking God. But I'm also about helping my fellow man. Right? Now, as I was stating, you know, this puss boy syndrome shit. So I had another friend that... Got uh, got married to a whack bitch, got divorced, right back into marriage again. Now I don't, you know, I think it's going well this time. But my whole thing is, man, why the fuck would you fucking rush right into it after you got fucked wrong on a last deal? Because some people love conquers all. But I know one thing: that goddamn K Jewelers fucking song. Shit gotta stop. Y'all gotta have a new fucking ad campaign right now. Tired of that shit. Shut the fuck up. Shit sucks. Tired of hearing that shit. An ad campaign shouldn't fucking run longer than three months. Jeez. Anyway, back to what I was saying about puss boy syndrome. So what do you, what, what, 
what can you do about it? Really nothing. I guess what we what we're what I'm trying to do is kind of explain. Because what happens is I think with the fellas is uh they uh they get they they try to equate the mother son relationship to the marriage. I see that a lot. They try to make like that same dynamic, and that's sick. Come on, man. But it's fu- it's real though, cause I see that shit. Like your wife treats you like your fucking mother did, dude. That's em- I'm embarrassed, man. Come on with this shit. I like a fucking man, please. I know that's harder and harder these fucking days, but man, first of all, dual checking accounts—that's a no. You gotta separate that out. Get your paychecks to your own shit, and then if y'all want to put together a joint one, the, you know, whatever, that'd be all right. But you know, these guys and 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 you know that shit. The reason I'm saying this is because then you wonder why you get fucked over. Well, you didn't put all your trust in her, and you know, really, that's not the thing to do. You should always be a little bit suspicious, probably, or just don't think in you know. Don't think she won't creep or, you know, so, you know, you should always be cognizant. Don't think you got an angel because most likely nine out of ten, it's not. And some of my friends, I found out the hard way with that. Believe you me. And then once you get kids involved in the situation and it's a lot of paperwork, all that kind of shit. You know, fuck, man. It's just, I don't know how some people do all that, you know. But with this puss boy syndrome, now, if you've already got into it, then you have to make some audibles with what you're doing. If you're fine being a puss boy and getting fucked over, then, hey, that is what it is. I guess you'll just roll with being a pussy whoop bastard. But, fellas, if you want to get out of that, if you want to get out of that, what do you do? Well, there are a couple of ways. You'd have to fucking just say, look, we got to do separate checking accounts. And I guess it's going to be dependent upon your situation as well. So that's it's kind of a loaded question that I asked myself while I'm discussing this particular subject. All right. So with that being said, oh, whew, I had to burp. With that being said, I know that was kind of, kind of led nowhere, but really what that was about is just kind of like, you know, we all got friends like that. How do you help them? Well, don't get too involved. Just listen to what they got to say and be a good friend. Now, if they ever try to holler at you, wanting any more help, well, you do what you do as well. Give them advice, but don't get too vested. Just, hey, do what you got to do. Plus, I know some people, they get involved in their friend's life. They get too involved. Look, man, I don't have the time for real. Like, just do what you need to do. But also, I don't want to see any of my friends get caught up in some shit. So anyway, you guys know how that goes. I want to say some things as well about the show, guys. Um, Might be taking a little bit of a break. Uh, I know we're coming up on or I'm thinking of changing platforms and kind of actually changing the show up a bit which will be happening because I feel like it's gotten a little bit stale and we need to get, we need to get, you know, we need to flip it, a bit, flip it around. 
change it up a bit. Maybe change platforms and do some different things. Still going to be doing a vintage video game stuff, but, you know, going to jazz up the show a little bit. So, anyway, this one here is, is it's a little short tonight, but we'll be back on Monday. It was good. Lucy B, did you fall asleep? Thank you.